0: Hello and welcome to Natasha Explains It All. Today's episode is going to be along the same lines as the prior episode about being part of the solution because I really believe that there are a lot of ways that we can make the world a better place and it is very much in the interest of the powers that be that we feel disenfranchised, that we feel apathetic, that we feel disconnected, um, and so that we, we don't change things, that we don't push for better. And I think it's actually very much an act of hope to participate in making things better, even if it's not going to change everything, even if it's not gonna change anything overnight. Um, I have found for myself that it is something that keeps me going to know that I do have um, the power and the ability to do something. And I really want to transmit that message. And we all have the capacity to do that. And I wanna provide examples and and share personal stories to help illustrate that. So the initiative that I wanna share with folks today, like the prior episode is a hyper-local example focusing on Oakland, California, which is called Activate Oakland. Activate Oakland is a new initiative by the city of Oakland to provide funding for commu- free community events to promote people occupying public spaces, com- having community events, and having residents of Oakland feel safe and supported and, um, and, and uh, investing in, um, in the community and through activate oakland the city is providing grants anywhere from thousand dollars to ten thousand dollars or potentially even more if you um, are seeking funding for a series of events again to promote um, the creation and expansion of free community events in oakland's commercial districts and i will include the um website for this initiative in the show notes so that you can go and find more. But if you just look up Activate Oakland, that's what it's called. And the deadline is October 12th, so that is coming up soon, but there is still time. And you can apply as an individual resident, you can apply as a group, you can apply um, as a business, you can apply as a nonprofit. Basically, they say that anyone with a connection to Oakland can apply for these grants and again with the idea being to promote the use of public spaces and so some of the ideas that they've listed on the website of the kind of things that they would fund would include things like block parties so that you can get to know your neighbors uh, free exercise classes art shows outdoor markets film screenings kids activities spoken word or poetry performances a district walking tour Things like that; those are just suggestions. The uh, application allows you to come up with whatever ideas you may have. Again, to encourage residents to come out to participate in public events and get to know um, other residents. And I really love this idea, and I I see this as a positive effort to respond to some really serious ongoing problems that have been going on in Oakland and Alameda County more broadly. And then I think in a lot of places in the United States as well, that in my view, we are suffering still from many ripple effects from the pandemic that we have not adequately addressed. And those ripple effects, have led to an increase in folks living on the streets and an increase in property related crime. And those things have have made it so people are more reluctant to be out in public, that people are more reluctant to occupy public spaces and that's really a shame because that is actually really counter, counterproductive to public safety and, and to community well-being and to our mental health. And, and I, I love that there is this emphasis or this effort, at least, to try to put the money towards things that actually work. Um, because the approach mostly so far has just been, at least on the issue of of folks living on the streets, has been to, you know, bring in the police and to clear out encampments, which will never solve the problem because the problem is underlying social reasons. You know, a lot of people lost their jobs during the pandemic. A lot of people's mental health suffered very considerably, and the United States is a country without a universal health care system. So people losing their jobs also lost access to whatever health care they had. And um, and rents have continued to go up and wages have remained stagnant. At, for those who, who have been able to hold on to any type of job. And so that has pushed a lot of people to the streets and I think there's many solutions, I mean the most basic being we need to house people, but also universal basic income programs have shown to be extremely effective in addressing extreme poverty and helping get get people stable and off the streets. But also investing yeah public dollars in making public spaces safer and more welcoming is is a really good thing. I'm excited about this initiative and. I wanted to, you know, share some examples of, you know, what this could look like and why this isn't just, I don't know, vibes, but this is actually something concrete. So I think I mentioned in one of my prior episodes, there is, um, it's not even a a nonprofit. I don't even think it's formally a nonprofit, but just a group of Oakland residents called the Trash Falcons that take an area of Lake Merritt every Sunday and do cleanup. And they're called the Trash Falcons. I'll put their, their their information in the show notes. And they would be an example of a group that would be perfect for this kind of funding. They promote a safe and welcoming activity, healthy activity for residents to engage in a uh, community cleanup every Sunday and they provide all the supplies for volunteers. So they have like the grabbers, you know, gloves, trash bags, all that stuff. So a grant like this could be awesome to help them purchase more supplies and be able to get the word out more about what they're doing. And those who participate, it's a way of building community. You feel more connected to other people because another huge ripple effect from the pandemic is how isolated people feel And the more isolated people feel that again has these ripple effects of people, um, occupying public spaces even less and feeling more and more isolated and therefore more and more disconnected and apathetic, um, and potentially depressed. And that's not good across the board. So, um, initiatives like trash Falcons are, you know, trying to, to buck that by helping empower residents to know that they can do their small part of keeping the lake beautiful. And, and in the meantime, you get to meet your neighbors, you get to meet other people. And I think a cynical response could be, well, that should be something the city should be doing. Like the city should be maintaining the public parks, you know? Um, and I mean, I agree with that. And I would also encourage you to, you know, look at the Oakland city budget and also see like how much money is put into that versus, other departments, like the police department, which gets the lion's share of the city's budget, and their work does not involve, um, you know, cleaning up trash, which is a huge part of making the community feel safer when it's clean, right? So, and 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 these don't have to be mutually exclusive um, solutions either, right? The city should do its part, and community members can also do their part. So if that speaks to you, that is an option and, you know, neighbors of mine and I have been talking about that The Trash Falcons absolutely apply for this Activate Oakland grant. I also mentioned in my prior episode um, about the Urban Compassion Project, which could also apply for this because they're a nonprofit and nonprofits are eligible and they do trash cleanups around the city and they go to encampment sites and other places where there is a lot of illegal dumping and they do cleanups and they work with people who are unhoused to ensure that the way that they do that is respectful of people's belongings in ways that police sweeps tend to not be and to empower those community members to be caretakers of wherever it is that they're wherever it is that they're living and they also do mutual aid in terms of distributing clothing and other types of supplies for people who are unhoused. So, um, the urban compassion project would be another example of, you know, um, of a group that I think could benefit from the activate Oakland grant and also, um, are exactly doing, I mean, are are their cleanups, right? Are the events that they organize for members of the public to come together, to volunteer, to get to know each other, build community and make, the city safer and more beautiful in the process. And I know I've just given a couple of examples of um, other organizations or initiatives, but I also want to share a personal story. And I think it's the first time that I have talked about this on the podcast, Um, but I think I, as well have personally experienced the fallout from the pandemic um, in terms of the instability that it has produced. And what I mean is, is that last year I was mugged um, in Oakland on a Sunday in the middle of the day, walking through my neighborhood with a friend we were just going to brunch and and it was at gunpoint. And fortunately, my friend and I were not physically harmed um, and were okay. And, you know, we were, you know, very, very lucky that the entire episode lasted a matter of seconds. And, um, we got help, um, right afterwards. And, The only thing that the people who robbed us wanted were the credit cards, our credit cards, because that's what they went and started using that very same day. And as a result of this traumatic experience, um, I, you know, naturally was fearful about walking around in my own neighborhood again. And, and I live in a na- nice area, and um, I knew that I didn't want to be afraid to walk around my own neighborhood and that I didn't want to just pick up and move as a result of this. Um, I wanted to be able to continue my life and there are many ways that I helped, you know, I, that I worked on healing from this. I was able to get therapy, um, which is very fortunate. Not everyone does. And my biggest goal there was with, when you have a traumatic event like that, it can definitely result in PTSD if you don't get help and you don't, um, you know, treat it right away. Um, and, you know, recognize that you will be triggered in the future. It could be a location or a sound or whatever, but you'll know by doing, you know, by getting support and help that that is what's happening. And, and therefore like you can then use your self soothing techniques and other healing techniques to talk yourself or, you know, help get yourself out of that spiral rather than getting into this, you know, dark place where you're feeling bad and you don't know why because you don't know what has triggered you and why it's triggered you. And anyway, I could do a whole other episode about that. But in addition to seeking help for myself, I also was pondering like, what can I do to help me feel safe again, you know, in my community? And something I started doing was organizing monthly neighborhood walks around my neighborhood, for neighbors, and the idea being that it would be a way for me, there's like a concept of exposure therapy, of exposing yourself again to whatever it is um, was scary or, or harmed you, but doing it in a constructive and healthy way so you're not just re-traumatizing yourself. And so I, I just thought of this idea as a way to not only heal and empower myself but also to actually the 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 incident itself brought this idea to me because even though it was really horrible my neighborhood is a place where people are often outside often walking through the neighborhood and there was someone who witnessed what had happened and she came over and um helped my friend and me in the aftermath and she and I ended up becoming friends. And she also lived in the neighborhood, so she's one of my neighbors. And to me this um was a really cool thing and a silver lining and it made me think, okay, you know, it definitely helps to know your neighbors more and to be able to recognize faces as you're walking through the neighborhood. And you're more likely to help people if you know who they are, right? And so I started these, these monthly neighborhood walks. We get together um, on the first Monday of the month at, at a, the same location every time. And we just do um, a different route around the neighborhood each time. It really doesn't last that long. You know, we meet at the corner and introduce ourselves so people know each other's names and if they wanna share something more about like how long they've lived in the neighborhood um or any experiences they'd like to share or any news about what's happening in the neighborhood they'd like to share. It's an opportunity for that. And then we go on a walk. And it's been really positive. You know, it's not going to solve everything. Um but it but it's a positive right it is it is a it is a positive thing to get to know more of your neighbors, to do it with a healthy activity. And to say, you know, like, this is our neighborhood, we believe in it, and we want to invest in it, and we want to feel safe walking through it, and we're going to do that with strength in numbers. And so I wanted to throw that out there as an example and a personal example of, yeah, it's a small thing, like, no, it's not going to solve everything at all, like, it may not even prevent any crime but it would make i think it's making our neighbors feel less isolated and certainly me and it's so fun to be able to recognize you know to 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 see neighbors coming you know each time and to recognize faces and to build that sense of community you know and i have one neighbor for example who um you know struggles with walking um he's elderly and every time he comes, you know, he's like, ah, you know, I'm really not sure if I'm going to be able to to make it the whole way. And obviously all of this is completely voluntary. So there's no pressure to finish the walk or anything. But every time, you know, he starts chatting with the other people on the walk and he always finishes and that's cool. Um, so another thing that has come out of these walks is I was contacted by another resident of Oakland who lives in another neighborhood who was interested interested in starting walks in her neighborhood as well. And we had a really nice conversation about the issues that her neighborhood was facing and you know thoughts that she had about how to organize this and wanted to you know brainstorm with me about how it had worked for our neighborhood and what would what would work to replicate there what would need to be modified and i didn't start these with the intention of having these kind of ripple effects really didn't know where it would go but very cool to see this happening and it hope hopefully creating more sense of community and safety in yet another place in oakland so again this idea of public spaces community-based events free for people to participate in and how that is helping to foster healthier communities. Anyway, I just, because this, uh, um, um, because this initiative is, um, is about activating public spaces and building community, particularly with everything going on, on in Oakland right now, I, it just reminded me of this personal experience that I've had and trying to do a little thing, A little thing to make things better it doesn't solve the macro problems but we need tons of micro solutions to address the macro problem and so and I know also from another experience the importance of public spaces like this is a contrasting example but um, I've talked about Brazil a lot in my podcast because I am also Brazilian citizen I have lots of family in Brazil and that has been a huge issue in the city uh, where my family is mostly based which is in fortaleza and the the there has been a huge initiative in the last several years to make public spaces more inviting because crime is a huge issue in fortaleza there's lots of crime um, and so it can be unsafe to be out and about in public spaces and i do have to applaud local government and businesses that are really making an effort to make public spaces safer so that people feel safe to go out and to be out and the more that you see people out it encourages you to be out as well so they've introduced um like the bike rental system that a lot of cities in the united states have right like those stations where you can just pull you know pull out a bike and rent that they've also revamped tons of public parks through public private partnerships so parks that that previously were abandoned right and could be this could be the site of questionable activities and nobody used they've revitalized them so that they have you know playgrounds for kids and gym equipment for adults to work out in and green space and so like these public parks are now super popular and people are out there at um well it's very hot here but and (laughs) at the hours that it's not extremely hot you know exercising playing hanging out that is fantastic there's a boardwalk here as well that was used a lot um i mean has always been used a lot but actually during the pandemic they did a major revamping expanded the sidewalk redid a lot of the infrastructure And now it's beautiful and heavily populated, you know, tons of people are using it every single day. And that's amazing, right? And so it creates this sense of community, this sense of safety. It doesn't solve everything. It's not a magic bullet. But that investment in creating safe places with good lighting, that are clean, with activities that are available to various age groups of the public is a really wonderful thing and it does promote safety because would you rather go to a place that is looks abandoned and dirty or a place that is clean and well lit, right? Um, those things also contribute to creating a sense of safety and creating a sense of welcome. And so anyway, I will kind of wrap up here. But Activate Oakland, applications are due October 12th. Again, individuals, groups, you know, um, nonprofits, businesses can apply for this money to host free community events. Um, and I think it's a great initiative. It's not going to solve everything, um, and I'm sure there's all kinds of critiques about it, but, you know, I, I'd like for what I know, And what I can share about my personal experience, it seems like a positive thing and the money's there. So people should apply. So again, activate Oakland and I will leave it there for today. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.